Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How the fuck's it going? I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Uh, first off, I want to apologize to our paid subscribers. I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, Spotify just alerted me that the episode from last week did not publish. They said that it came out and there was no audio. Um which was weird, but then they removed it because there was no audio, like it didn't play anything. So I was like, well, that's fucking weird. So I went back and I'm like, I'm just going to re-upload it real quick. And it's disappeared. It has disappeared from my computer and I have no idea how or why or what the fuck happened. So clearly the universe has stepped in and um, done some shit. I don't know what's up, but yeah. So there's that. But they didn't tell me until today, so I didn't even get a chance to, like, re-record it real fast or anything. So we are all in this at the moment. So this week for December 16th, everybody will get the same episode. If you are a paid subscriber, you will get a total of three episodes, um, including this one, before next week's episode. Because you will get your this episode the extra episode to put us back on track and then the bonus episode that also somehow just has disappeared so um spotify has been having a few glitches i've talked to a few other um hosts and creators who are also having some issues and it seems like uh universe is really kind of fucking with everybody right now so that's that's always interesting and fun so i hope everyone is having a great time we've got a lot of holidays this month um just to, to name a few, we've got Hanukkah and Yule and Christmas, and I know I'm forgetting like three or four major ones. Um, I just hope everyone is having a wonderful month, and whatever you are celebrating, I hope it's fantastic and amazing and a wonderful, wonderful time. Um, I'll be putting out a special Yule episode as well that will go out for everybody, and that's it's basically just going to be like a, a short, quick, talking about things that we can do today and um, you know what I kind of do for all the the new Sabbaths every year just kind of like a modernization and and just kind of keeping in touch and, and you know getting our energy in and make sure that we're all like a check-in kind of really so and things have been crazy I want to finish up these damn animals um, they're very interesting but they are giving me some wild fucking dreams that I don't know um, if I can handle much more of it's fucking weird like I don't even know how to explain it so um, every time I talk about the animals, I start having these weird fucked up dreams. And I swear, I think it's like my, um, animal guide is like, Hey, we need to like send her some messages of, you know, all these spirit animals come here, send her some messages, explain to her this or teach her that or something. I really think they're just fucking with me, um, in a good way though. But, uh, Mercury did enter her retrograde again two days ago. So there's, there's that or yesterday i don't even know what day it is so yeah um it's been interesting so i've been doing doordash i just wanted to touch on this real quick so i've been doing doordash a couple days a week just to get out of the house um and to step away because sometimes i get like writer's block or my brain just goes crazy being at home with the um spirits all day i'm i have a lot of things going on i'm working on my jewelry i'm working on the podcast i'm working on my book um I'm going to start reading tarot after the first of the year up at the new metaphysical store in town. I have a lot on my plate going on, so I'm trying to work on scheduling and everything, but it's nice to get out of the house so I don't go fucking crazy. 
because the spirits get in my head after a while and it's a lot. So getting out and doing DoorDash for a little bit, you know, it helps. I only do it a couple of days a week and it's pretty decent extra money. I call it my nail money, which is like three or times oh, fuck, what it costs to get my nails done. So um, it's just extra spending money, especially for Christmas right now. You know, definitely things that uh, it's, it's definitely helpful. But I am having one hell of a time with people. Like, I love people, right? Like, I I'm, I, I like interacting with, with people and um, talking to new people. But there's something about us that makes people want to share their entire life story with us. And sometimes, sure, I will listen. Tell me all your stuff. You know, let, let's, let's talk. And then sometimes I'm like, you don't know me. Why are you telling me all of this stuff that's like you shouldn't tell anybody? Like, you should only tell a therapist that kind of stuff. I don't know. It's maybe it's just me, but sometimes it's a little wild and I just want to escape. But yeah. So um, I'm trying to think of any other updates I had for you guys on that last episode since it's fucking gone. Um, yeah, there's just been so much amazing stuff happening left, right, and center. Things are just crazy wonderful and I could not be happier with the way things are working out. Um, I got my nails done. Uh, they are black with white snowflakes. They're super cute. I'm just, I'm feeling my vibe, feeling spicy. So yeah, that's, uh, that's where I'm at. So let's get back to the damn little animals because you know, they're very interesting. And I want to know how many of you after starting to listen to the animals have episodes have started to since your animal guide or your spirit animal kind of popping up in your life more and more lately since now that we're talking about it more because y'all they are coming to me left right and center and it is insane but i also love it so we're gonna go over a few more today um and then we will give animals a break for a while and then uh, if you guys want more i can go into more i'm just gonna try to hit some of the more uh common ones i don't really want to get too much into it if you guys are not happy with it if you want something else um i can just do the other ones on as an add-on episode i just want people to get bored with whatever the animals but they're also kind of important that we do discuss them so um let's let's pick back up here coyotes coyotes whatever you call them um and this could also refer to like koi dogs which are a mix between uh coyotes and dogs but you could probably which dog will, is after coyote so we'll do it both but if you have um a koi dog as your spirit animal as your animal guide you could take the, the both of their um their attributes and kind of put them together i did have coyotes come to me for a while and they're popping up everywhere and i had never even experienced a coyote in my life or even seen one until um, I started dating Travis and they were everywhere and I was like, oh damn, okay, this makes sense. Like these, these guys are coming to tell me something and, uh, it, it was, it was good. I mean, it helped teach me things and also funny fucking shit happened, but that's a, a story for all another time. So coyotes, they are known as being like wise tricksters, uh, and very inventive and clever and cunning. They are very alert to any opportunities that could come about, and they help balance wisdom with humor. 
So in Native American legends, coyotes, like I said, are the great tricksters. Um, they cause mischief. They expose self-deception and remind us to laugh every now and then. They are very smart and cunning and have a very sharp, smart wit. They are skilled as fuck and they have a wonderful flair for humor. Um, coyotes encourage us to embrace our... <laughs> oh, my writing. I feel like I've already done some home deja vu because I have. So coyotes encourage us to embrace our foibles and are really trying to encourage change within us and get us to see the things that we need to take steps in and doing. Um, they're very adventurous and curious and extremely clever. This is what kind of brings out that side of us where if you ever have start having visions of coyotes or started seeing, seeing them a lot on the side of the road or have something, you know, coming up or you're constantly seeing uh, Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner or something like it's popping up a lot. It's it's kind of like they're, his, like they're joking in a way by like doing funny things, but they're also trying to remind us to adventure out, to take chances, to plan things out, but in a way that we wouldn't normally do, to try new things really. Um, like I said, they're extremely clever. Uh, they seem like they really just want to have fun and they're full of excitement, but they're also really fucking scary too if you are in a, a tight spot with them. So it's one of those things where they want you to kind of, they're trying to teach you to open your eyes and see what's around you, but have fun with it and step out of your zone at the same time. It's almost like a, move forward with caution but do it or they're going to chase your ass out I, I really every time I've ever had a coyote as a spirit animal come to me I've had a lot of scary moments that were also really wonderful in the end if that makes sense so uh, coyotes are also linked to creativity and new beginnings and they attempt to free us from our self-limiting beliefs so that we can grow and that's a wonderful thing that we really need to um to embrace so dogs this again if you have um koi dogs that come into you as a spirit animal you might want to take the mixture of both the coyote and the dog so dogs are like faithful friends they're models of selfless service they enjoy simple pleasures and love unconditionally which is super important and they teach us that they're reliable trustworthy loving loyal and literally first and foremost a friend they are symbols of devotion and they're our allies our companions our our friends our family and really so much more so with sensitive smell and hearing abilities dogs alert us to danger or intrusion they watch and guard herd and hunt assist the vision and hearing impaired search dogs find us and rescue dogs aid us um, sled dogs help us with travel Alternative to our physical and emotional needs, dogs are there to be an alternative to things like medicine or walker, any kind of other assistant type things. Dogs are there to kind of give that. So have you ever noticed like when you're feeling down or something and cats do this too, you're having some emotional issues going on. Your animal, your dog, your cat can sense that. They can tell that they're human is not okay and that is kind of where the dog comes in to kind of remind us that we need to be there for ourselves there it's 
I always look at dogs as a sign of self-care because when a dog comes to you in spirit animal form or animal guide, whatever it is, it is a sign of self-care coming to you and being like, hey, you need to take care of yourself. You need to be loyal to yourself. You need to enjoy the little things and, and have fun and and be selfless for yourself. And most importantly, be your fucking friend first because we let that fall so many times. Dogs are, you know, devoted to family, both their own and ours as humans. Dogs help us to enjoy some pleasures, a walk, a treat, a cuddle. Dogs make us laugh and entice us to play. They're encouraging us to lighten up and have some fun. They soften our heart and and, and heal us literally simply just by being near us. Um, it, it's really wonderful because they are a great reminder of self-care. And I cannot, cannot, cannot stress enough how important self-care is, guys. The fox. Now, fox. <laughs> if you guys ever remember me talking about when I sold feet pics, um, Madam Foxy was my name on there. And uh, I don't even know how the fuck we came up with the fox, but somehow I know it was through my spirit guide or spirit animal guide. Spirit animal. Fuck, my words are hard today. I forgot to take my meds. But the fox just kept coming up and up and up. And I learned a lot of, of wonderful things, and it, it's amazing what I'm going to explain to this to you guys, the things of that the fox as the spirit animal teaches us, and explain to you how it made such a fucking difference for us during that time frame. So, the fox are clever and quick-witted. They value um, the art of timing very much so. Uh, they think outside the box, and they alert us to magic, really. So, like I said... Um, being quick-witted and very smart and their spirited sense of adventure. A fox is always up for exploration. They're clever and perceptive. They know the value of investigation and encourage us to examine life with the eyes of wonder. As a student of fox, you may learn to sharpen your senses and sniff out any new opportunities in order to fully experience and appreciate the world. So... <laughs> When a fox comes to you as your animal guide, they are trying to get you to kind of step out of your comfort zone, kind of similar to the coyote, but in a different way. They are very, very strict on timing. Foxes will not just jump on anything. They have to plan shit out. And it's very funny when it's think, you know, it says think outside the box and all of this and the timing and all this. And so when we were doing the, the feet picks, and this was a big thing because number one, I was very self-conscious. Number two, I didn't want to do it, but Charlie and I ended up having so much fun. I'm glad we did. But you have to be on your toes. You have to be very quick-witted when you're doing things like that because you have scammers coming at you left, right, and center. So you have to be able to time things out so you're planning you're not jumping the gun you are going through you're investigating what's what what's real what's not and really you know <laughs> putting your own spin on things in different ways and um paying attention to how do you how you perceive things and how people perceive you that fox stayed with me through the entire time that we did that until covid hit and uh things kind of change, but I'm telling you guys, it was fucking game changer once that fox came in and I realized what the fuck was going on. But you know, I, 
again, back to the fox enough with um, the VFIX stuff, but, you know, foxes are generally, you know, solitary, they're silent and nocturnal, they're experts at knowing when to wait and when to pounce, and they continue to remind us to be patient, use camouflage when necessary, and to rely on common sense to remain safe. They're just kind of teaching us to really take our time with things and not jump the gun and and just pay attention and patience is a virtue that I don't fucking have and I'm telling you what they they help rams now I've met a lot of people who have animal guides that are rams and I always find it very interesting because they really match with that person like with that attitude and that um, their overall persona it is amazing how well once you learn that their animal guide is a fucking ram how much they connect with that so rams are determined they're confident they're powerful rulers and they initiate new beginnings um rams are male bighorn sheep basically with long fur and impressively large curved horns they settle disputes and dominance by crushing their fucking heads into shit they butt heads they get pissed they're gonna fucking butt heads and get the shit out which also means that they're hard-headed wonderful thing to keep in mind there and rams really know what it what it is to want and how to get things um that they know what it is to have that desire for something and how to fucking get it um their confidence is fucking strong as fuck they are on it they have no quaffs about themselves they know what is up and how to get shit done so females have big horns ah well, female bighorns live peacefully with their young in, com- in communal groups. Rams live in small herds and fight determined to take the leadership of the fucking herd. They're masterful, powerful, self-assured, and they're really an authority figure. And they're not easily deceived. They're very smart. They're very on it. Um, they really invoke our inner fortitude and help us to express ourselves in an assertive practical way and this is something that we can really learn from them because a lot of times we become very passive in things because we are such calm natured people as much as we like to heal we like to keep the peace we like tranquility we like calmness and peacefulness but 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 if we do not stand up for ourselves if we do not take pride in what we're doing if we do not assert ourselves and take that role sometimes we're going to get ran over by a bigger fucking ram so the ram reminds us that we can stand up and we can stand up for ourselves and be strong and be proud and and not roll over for things Um, it's really important to kind of remember that the ram is always encouraging us to do our best and when a ram comes into your life it's not for a bad reason they're trying to show you the best way to your best self so I know a lot of people also have rabbits as their um, animal guide. A lot of them more of a spirit animal than animal guide coming through. But rabbits are a little way of kind of popping in and showing us that like good luck's on the way. Um, they're very quick and observant. Uh, and they is- inspire us to really appreciate our magic. You know, rabbits are tied to magic. Pulling the rabbit out of the hat, a rabbit's foot or paw, which is sad, is known as a symbol of good luck. And the rabbit when it comes into our lives for these reasons are reminding us to just 
appreciate the things that we are doing and the magic of the universe and our own magic and and kind of help heighten our senses a little bit. Uh, they're associated with longevity and happiness and fertility and abundance. Um, they're sometimes portrayed as tricksters or messengers to the moon. They're also linked to fairies and nature spirits. They're very clever um, and they, they kind of teach us how to move between the worlds and inner other dimensional realities. Uh, they're very quick and nimble with strong reflexes. And, you know, they're very sensitive to their environment, which we as well sometimes get to be that way, especially when things are going fucking crazy, like, you know, out in the world. But there, there's a magic to their multiplication. You know how rabbits, you know, people say, you know, we, they multiply like rabbits, like they clearly get it on really quickly and have a lot of fucking babies. But Again, there's a magic to their multiplication as well as their ability to disappear into holes and to pop up unexpectedly, such as in like, you know, a magician's hat. They're quiet and unassuming and the rabbit helps us to notice magic in the world all around us. So if you start seeing um, rabbits popping up, they're trying to remind you to kind of appreciate everything around you, but also they're trying to get us to learn how to face our fears and to take initiative leaps and discover hidden openings that lead us to deeper understanding of things. Rabbits are really amazing in everything that they are able to, um, to lead us to do. The raccoon, I wasn't going to really cover this one, but somebody did tell me that they're, um, that they, uh, I've had a spirit animal as a raccoon come to them many, many times. So I figured we'd throw this one in. So raccoons are very, very, very curious little creatures. They want to explore everything, and they live in my fucking attic. I can't get them out, but they're too cute, so I guess it's okay. They're also incredibly intelligent, and they inspire creativity. They love to have fun and over and open and unlock and manipulate objects to discover how they work. They will literally spend a lot of time opening things and just trying to figure out the inner workings of it all. Raccoons are very resourceful and inventive at using what they can find to build what they need. Um, they encourage us to be creative and repurposing items in new and different ways. They're advocates of joy and fun of recycling. And honestly, I love the idea of, you know, these raccoons coming into our lives and kind of bringing up a little bit of reminder of things because they just they're little trash pandas you know and they love playing in the trash but they make they make shit out of it they're able to take trash and make it into something very useful and a lot of people need that reminder like think of it in a world like you it's <laughs> gonna sound really bad i felt like trash before i felt like i could just be thrown away like i'm just done and then I've had a raccoon or something has come into my life and made me realize, oh, no, I, I can be repurposed. I'm not done. I'm not trash. I'm still useful. And so I think if you're having difficult times and you start seeing raccoons coming in or you're starting to notice them a lot, that's a symbol that, is, you know, you are worth a lot more. You, you know, you have a lot left in you and they're kind of a reminder to, to have fun and really just appreciate yourself a little more they're they're just wonderful little creatures they're easily 
fascinated and they're really captivated by almost anything. I mean, they could just be fascinated. I don't know if you guys have seen the TikTok where um, the little raccoon takes cotton candy and goes to wash it off in the water and it disappears. And he's like, oh my God, it's just, it's, he's looking around all lost. It's so fucking adorable. All right, so let's talk about birds because a lot of people experience birds coming in. I just recently had a situation where I had a lot of eagles um, and that's not something you would normally see a lot of, but I was having a lot of fucking eagles coming in, um, into my life, literally fucking real ass eagles, like real eagles right there. Um, actual eagle feathers, um, eagle symbols coming in just tons and tons of different things. And, and I learned a lot at that. I mean, it was a couple of weeks, almost probably a month and it was insane. I think I counted like 37 actual fucking eagles that I saw. I don't know if there were different ones, but at different times, I spotted 37 eagles within that, like, month's period. Physical fucking eagles. Not symbols or anything. Actual fucking eagles. It's crazy. Let's kind of go over birds in general. So, the key takeaways of birds in general are mental clarity, the thrill of flight, expansive perceptives, higher knowledge, and connection to spirits. So let's take a look at a few different ones. A chicken. Chickens are intelligent and brave. They're connected to the earth. They send subtle energies and they celebrate diversity. One of the few birds that don't fly, chickens don't seem to mind though. They really, they're fine just chilling on the ground. They're social minded and keenly observant. Chickens like to gather together and scratch the earth to find food. They're very inquisitive and skilled at finding what they need. Spirit of chicken. Spirit of the chicken teaches practical wisdom by inspiring curiosity and reminding us to stay grounded and pay attention or to unearth our needs. So cautious and alert chickens are very quick to notice when danger is coming and they're very sensitive to subtle energies like I said earlier. Chickens can help us be more watchful and aware and be more empathic to others. Um, I've noticed that <laughs> chickens are really fucking amazing, honestly, if you think about it. They, be on it, like going back to the fact that they're the only bird that doesn't fly, but they have this way of just, there's a beauty with them. I swear, I think when I look at them, I find it just so interesting that they have that sense to just dive into things and and search for things that nobody would know. Like, I've literally watched one um, at the little zoo area we had that's in Lafayette. They had uh, chickens there at Lumbee Park Zoo. And watching them, and, like, you see nothing from the ground, but this little fucker's digging, and there's some corn down there. I'm like, what the fuck does he... Like, it's just mind-blowing to me. But they literally do it like they have a purpose. They walk, and they act as if everything they're doing is with purpose, but it's it's just... It's, it's mind-blowing. Sometimes they're just adorable, but I just get so just I just laugh because I keep thinking of this little video I saw with the chicken walking around. It had a puppy on its back, and they were like best fucking friends. The video just keeps playing in my head every time I think about chicken. But they enjoy living in groups. They celebrate individuality and variety. And there are many different types of chickens. Honestly, I didn't really realize how many types of chickens there really were, but. They all have, like, you know, different uh, feather patterns and different colors. There's black, brown, white, bright red, yellow, blue. Like, literally, 
all kinds of fucking collars. Um, some chickens have crests and crowns, others fleshy neck lobes called waddles. Chickens encourage us to be creative and express our uniquely individual nature. Um, chickens have a strong spirit and urges to be stronger too. And I think that their ability to really, um, to find things and to be able to, to connect with the earth and, and have that bravery, they don't back down to things, you know, and a chicken, you're not going to see a chicken run off. So that's why I never understood when someone says, oh, you're a fucking chicken. Chickens aren't, like, scared to shit, man. They're fucking brave, so y'all got that shit backwards. Let's talk about doves or pigeons because they kind of go hand in hand. So they're very gentle nature. They're nurturing and protective. They symbolize love and peace and are known to be spiritual messengers. A lot of birds are spiritual messengers, but doves and pigeons really have a connection there. So um, they belong to the same family of doves and pigeons, and their names are used somewhat interchangeably. Um, a lot of people will call pigeons doves and doves pigeons and vice versa but sometimes they try to separate them which i don't it is what it is there are actually over 300 species of pigeons and doves and they're really fucking adaptable they can live literally almost anywhere and, and you know from the city to the country to forests or to, you know woodlands or or deserts or islands they can literally live anywhere and unlike most birds, doves and pigeons produce a special type of milk to feed their chicks. Uh, what's more, both males and females actually produce milk and share in the responsibility of caring for their young. The spirit of dove is a symbol of nurturing, family, love, and togetherness. The queen sounds of doves is soft and soothing. A dove is a good protective guide for children, helping them feel safe and really well-loved. Doves sing throughout the day, but specifically, especially during early morning and evening hours it's kind of like they're transitioning when the times like the like the veil thins between the times and and earth and spirit worlds are thin that's when they seem to be most active with their singing uh, and a lot of times in religious art doves are symbolized as grace and purity and as the presence of the spirit um, a dove is like, again, like I said, a spiritual messenger, and it's kind of a way to open to the heart and awakening the higher love. Dove steers us gently into alignment with our soul's purpose. So if you have a lot of, of doves or pigeons coming into your life, or you're seeing an extremely large amount of them, or, or feathers, or have some kind of connection that you're, you're assuming that you have a, a spirit animal as a dove or a pigeon, it's trying to let you know that there is a message for you. They're trying to show you peace and love and that you need to show yourself peace and love also but they're they're trying to gently tell you that there's a message there's something you need to know someone is trying to reach you from the other side from the spirit world they're trying to get your attention they're trying to make something aware to you that's really important and cannot wait so definitely uh definitely check that on check that out Let's uh, touch on the eagle real quick. So eagles are a symbol of freedom here in America, even though I don't want to talk about all that shit right now. Eagles are supposed to be some, you know, very strong and powerful, and they're known as very wonderful, powerful teachers as well. Um, they know what they want, and they communicate with spirits, and they kind of help us to express our true selves. They are a symbol of just strength and power and unity and patriotism, which again, I don't want to fucking talk about. So they, um, again, are a strong bird, very powerful wings. Um, 
Eagles' actions are very swift and forced. When they do something, they do it with a fucking purpose. Whether they're soaring at high altitudes for long distances or diving fast, like literally faster than a fucking speeding car, Eagles know how to harness nature's energy and to kind of move efficiently and effectively in purposeful ways. They help us to transcend limiting viewpoints and to open ourselves to greater um, vistas of awareness. They're really kind of opening up our eyes to what is beyond, what we can reach, what we can, what we can get to in a way. I lost the fucking word I was trying to say. They have excellent vision. You know, you've heard eagle eye vision. And they're keenly aware of their environments. They know what's going on very well. And they have high fucking perspectives because they can see from way the fuck up high, like miles away. And they can literally spot a fucking rabbit from like two miles away. It's fucking crazy. But they have incredibly sharp talons and they're fucking strong. Their beaks are sharp. Um, They direct their moves and take what they need. They are on a fucking mission. When they take off, they know what they're doing. If they, when they land and they're on the ground, they are there for a reason because they know that there's something close by that they want to fucking snatch. I mean, have you ever seen an eagle dive down to the water and just grab a fucking fish out with his paws? Like, it's fucking crazy how amazing these things are. Everything they do is with a fucking purpose. It's insane. One thing eagles are really good about teaching us is when... It's when to uh, see the big picture and when it's time to zoom in into the really important details. And that's something I really think that uh, we miss a lot of times. But that was one of the big things when I was dealing with, um, I wouldn't say dealing with, but when I had, was, had the eagle as a spirit guide coming to, animal guide coming to me. Spirit animal, fuck, man, I'm in trouble today. That was one of the things because it was when I was debating leaving the store and quitting my job to focus on everything else and to get out of the stress over there. But I did it because I realized, like, I learned a lot of lessons in that month. The number one, the most important was freedom. That was one symbol by seeing those 37 fucking eagles in that one month's period. The symbol of freedom, the freedom of getting away from the stress, away from all the the, being stuck there working you know 100 hours a week being on call 24 7 it helped me see the things that i needed to do and to make happen it helped me to move with a fucking purpose to take action with a fucking purpose and to zoom out i was so worried about little things and this and that but it helped me to learn to zoom out and look at the big picture and then zoom back in and look at the finer things that I needed to deal with to make everything happen the way it needed to happen. So I felt very, very lucky when I finally realized what the ego was trying to teach me during that time because it taught me, it taught me a lot. It taught me about the freedom I was going to have from this and what I needed to do, but it also taught me how to be grounded and really, you know, remain grounded to earth and, and to embrace the magic the earth was giving me to be able to do this. It's just an amazing, amazing fucking feeling when you realize exactly why a spirit animals come to visit you and you can to put their lessons to work and, and really make something happen from it. It's but such a fucking phenomenal feeling. And I feel very blessed that I've been able to do that in multiple situations. And that's why I really felt like this was important for us to kind of go over the animals. I know it's kind of boring 
you know, especially if you're not hearing your specific animal or one that you're tied to, but it's also important because this may come in for you at a later time. You may have a fucking flamingo come in at a later time and you need to know about it or you need to, you know, be able to spot those signs as to what's happening or whatever. So, um, let's go and get the little break out of the way and then we will continue on. And we're back. All right, moving on. Let's talk about hawks. So they're very powerful birds of prey. Hawks are fucking crazy powerful, and their fucking their aim and their the precision is just fucking mind boggling. Um, they are very intelligent and very very perceptive, and they really are fine tuned to their awareness of things. It's, it's just fucking mind boggling. Sometimes amazingly powerfully accurate these motherfuckers are. So, with their piercing gaze and impressive wingspan and exceptionally sharp claws, hawks fucking mean business. They're determined, focused, powerful raptors. They fly fast and react very quickly. The spirit of the hawk teaches us to be strong and decisive, to see clearly and to move with purpose and direct our actions with no wasted time or effort. Hawks don't fuck around. They eye in on what they want and they fucking go for it air on their shit they are a symbol of insight and finely tuned awareness and they really help us sharpen our own perception and enhance our intuition and develop visionary abilities some say you cannot choose a hawk to be your guide or their hawk chooses you and again that's with all the other guides but when a hawk comes and is your guide you'll fucking know it because that motherfucker is on it like it is on it you're gonna hear people say things like you know, sharp as a hawk or whatever the saying is. I fucking forgot what the saying is, but I mean, you're going to have things pop up and weird shit fucking happen and, and things are just going to be crazy because you're going to have a lot of being part of your guide or whatever. But sometimes we find hummingbirds in the most inopportune places. And even in the winter, it's like they just keep popping up. Not physically the bird in the, in the area in the winter, but signs of the bird. It's crazy, but I feel like it is something that comes up quite often in, in weird ways. So I, I just feel like they just, it, it's crazy. So let, let's just talk about hummingbirds. They're very fucking fast. When their wings flap, you barely see it because they are going so fucking fast. It just looks like they don't have any wings. And they're very talented flyers. They inspire wonder and they really just spread happiness and joy. And that is the message that they kind of bring to us and remind us to do a lot of the times. As the smallest of the birds and the only ones that can fly backwards, hummingbirds are very unique. They fly sideways, upside down. They can hover in midair. Um, hummingbirds really flash their vibrant iridescent feathers wherever they're at. Uh, they're a very special spirit that inspires us to appreciate beauty and the magical wonders of life. They're very fast and agile. And they're, like I said, they're, their wings beat so fucking quickly that it creates an audible hum and sometimes linked to healing similar to us. They visit hundreds of flowers a day. They're able to expand enormous fucking energy. And at night, their metabolism plummets. Cold and motionless throughout the dark hours, hummingbirds really reanimate in the warmth and at the rising sun. When it starts to come out, they start to get more active, and um, this, thus they're linked to revitalization and resurrection. Uh, they really have a way to 
to open our eyes to kind of kind of like the phoenix but in a simpler way despite having like the little tiny delicate appearance they are bold and very aggressive at times um, they'll fend off larger birds by using their long beaks as weapons they're honored as a warrior in some cultures and they really encourage bravery they are a symbol of beauty love and honor and they teach us a sense of, of deeply and uh, excuse me they teach us a sense of deeply and good and all deeply good and all fuck i cannot speak today so i really think that the hummingbird really symbolizes a regrowth a revitalization to just come back as like a comeback but in a softer way than than the phoenix it's not as strong as a phoenix but it has a lot of similar characteristics and and the whole um resurrection and, and revitalization sense owls owls seem to be a big one a lot of people end up having um, at least one or two run-ins with an owl in their life as far as being an animal guide or a spirit guide spirit animal you know, I'm struggling with words today. So they can see in the dark, number one, like that is one of their, their big things. And seeing in the dark is a symbol of us seeing the dark side, seeing the things that other people don't see, being able to see things that's hidden, that's not on the surface. They are very wonderful piercing illusion. Like they can fucking, they're on it. Like they can see through shit. They, they know their shit. And they really are a symbol of lighting the way to our inner vision. Owls are known as being wise, as being um, very knowledgeable, being out there. Um, they're silent and stealthy. Owls are traditionally known as birds of mystery. They're linked with Athena, the goddess of wisdom, as well as the moon, the night, and the feminine owl awakens our inner vision. The owls are guardians to the underworld. They're heralds prophecy. Bah. They herald prophecy and secret knowledge. Uh, they're nocturnal hunters and have excellent senses. Owls really have amazing night vision and they can navigate really well through dense forests. They teach us to survey our surroundings carefully so that we can act quickly with perception. Um, excuse me. They can see through deception and illusion and that's one thing they teach us to be wise, to be aware of things around us, to kind of pay attention to what is happening to keep an eye out and they're able to really see behind them and all around because they you know throwing fucking necks everywhere but for those who are ready to penetrate the shadowy mysteries of life the owl is a master guide to the dream journey and exploring the astral realms owls really teach us a lot of things about paying attention and learning and really just kind of seeing through the bullshit of things and people Around the subject of birds, peacocks seem to be another huge animal that comes into people's lives. They are a symbol of enjoying life. They're advocates for pleasure. They're champions of self-esteem. They love to spread that fucking tail out and, and just show, like, they're so fucking proud of their tails. And they inspire brilliance in us. They live in the same place for most of their lives. Peacocks are birds of habit, for sure. They're homebodies as well as, um, as being, you know, out and wanting to flaunt their stuff they're very playful and they relish in pleasure and they find nothing wrong with that they they are just all about going out and having fun and kind of showing themselves off they take pride in themselves and they really have a, a high self-esteem and and self-assurance that they look good and they are doing good for sure um 
they really teach us appreciation for what we have and that's something that's really really important they teach us to laugh at judgment and they really nudge us to be at home with ourselves and to love who we really are and enjoy our lives fully i just my mother was so obsessed with peacocks she loved peacocks that was her favorite thing we went to the zoo when i was younger to see the peacocks and I just feel like I have always had a small connection with peacocks, not strong enough as in like my animal guide, but strong enough that they've always kind of had an impression on my life and they've come back in my life in many ways over the years. Um, I have a wonderful peacock feather that I treasured dearly because it came from a, a former employee of mine. She brought it into me and I just, it reminds me every time I look at it, it just reminds me of being proud of who I am and you know, stepping out of my comfort zone to just be happy with myself and love myself and and all these wonderful things. And peacocks really can teach us an amazing lesson in pretty much anything in life. Um, their iridescent blue-green eyes that are on their feathers, on their tails, they represent wisdom and spiritual insight. When a male peacock displays their, their uh, tail feathers, we see a profusion of brilliant eyes all over. The all-seeing peacock awakens our clairvoyant abilities and helps us really see into the past as well as into the future in order to really better understand our present. Um, they're always advocating for us in a way for holiness and confidence to all of ourselves, every bit of ourselves. They're very, very empowering birds and just fucking beautiful. And they really encourage us to reveal our true colors and shine. Let's talk about the raven. So the raven, they are true signs of deep awareness, connecting to the world, assisting and healing. And they're really there to help us change. You know, they're steeped in mythology. Raven is known as a very powerful bird that oversees change and consciousness, and they help us to really deepen our awareness and move between the worlds. Sometimes they're known as a messenger bird. Ravens bring information from the spirit realm to Earth. Um, in Native American traditions, Raven is the great trickster and Norse lore to mystery. They're intelligent. They're sharp-witted. They're really good at mimicry. They can literally copy the noises that they hear and duplicate them perfectly and they have their own language and understand other ravens it's insane they're very innovative and clever they can solve problems very quickly their loud calls are piercing at times but they're auditory aids for their shifting awareness they're known as for their shape-shifting ability and ravens assist us with spiritual interactions and awakeness of consciousness they aid us and healing by reminding us that we have power to change ourselves in the course of our lives. They teach us dis <clears throat> excuse me, discernment, teach us self-knowledge, and really the importance of introspection and knowing ourselves more wholly. They hold up wisdom and can connect us to a deeper mysteries in life and in death. I just I'm always fascinated by ravens and crows both. I think they're just fascinating and really some it's it's just a connection I've always had with them. When I worked at the store, I told you guys I'd always see these ravens in the parking lot and I would leave them out things and then I would always find dimes or nickels or quarters in the parking lot every morning. Every morning I would find shiny fucking change or rings or something. I think some of them were thieving bastards, but it's okay. 
To kind of wrap up the bird section, we're going to finish up here with swans. Now, swans are signs of beauty and grace and strength and velocity. Velocity. Why did that sound so weird? Not buh, ver, whatever. Anyway, swans are known to be muses to poets, artists, and musicians. Swans inspire eloquence and grace and beauty. And in legends, swans sing so sweetly, they cause humans to swoon to sleep. Literally, like the swan is going to sing you a lullaby to put you to bed. <laughs> it's kind of funny. With their dazzling white feathers, long curved necks, and elegant movements, there's really an uh, earthial quality of swans that kind of just represent earth and peace and, and, and love and all that. And they're really a symbol of, of our soul and devotion and spiritual freedom and of love. Um, their persona is one that we have idolized for centuries. The reality is honestly that swans are very strong, very determined, and sometimes very fierce. They're fast flyers, and they really just kind of beat their their large wings steadily with fucking endurance from hell. I mean, swans can migrate all over the fucking country, like all over the place, high altitudes over very fucking long distances. It's kind of crazy. They're incredibly territorial, though, like fucking territorial, and they may be aggressive. So down here at the river, where I tell you in the summer, they're losing feathers like crazy. I pick them up. I repurpose them. I honor them. I make wonderful things with them. I I literally, you guys have seen the tour of my room. If you've seen it on my TikTok or in the Basic Witch group, I have feathers everywhere. Bowls of feathers, jars of feathers, feathers on my wall. Literally feathers all over the damn place, everywhere, because I've got thousands of them. Because I don't want them just to be tore up by llama or blow into the river just to be wasted. I want to honor them and kind of bring that that joy here. And it's also a symbol for me to remind myself of my own strength, my own grace, my own beauty, my own passion, my own everything. There's just so much that it really just brings to me. And it reminds me of my spiritual freedom. And it just, I love having the feathers of swans around because it just means a lot around here so again swans are associated with love because they mate for life and travel in pairs i think that's just amazing you know they they encourage us to commit and to be devoted swans really awaken um, inner beauty as well as strength they remind us to follow our path with honor and integrity which is something that we don't always do they're very poised and confident and they teach us to really draw upon our inner strength when we need to and they can be particularly powerful guides for those who appear small, weak, or fragile. We're going to talk now about a few different, I guess you would call them insects, really. I don't know what else you would, I guess. I don't know. Bees. Y'all know I love me a bee. I got a whole bee theme going on on my thigh. Like, you know, a bunch of honeycomb and different bees and wasps happening. I can't say where without wasps. It's weird. Anyway. So bees teach us a lot of things. They inspire love, offer healing, and they invite us to taste the sweetness of life. Um, there are over 20,000 species of bees that are living in the world, like all over the world, and that's fucking crazy. Um, and they're in a diverse range of habitats, which is just insane to think that there are over 20,000 species of bees. Like, that's mind-blowing to me. 
but they represent wisdom and fertility, mystery and joy. Uh, whoa. You guys hear that? What the fuck was that? Maybe I'm fucking crazy, but that was fucking weird. Yeah, they oversee a good percentage of plant and human food population or pollination. Bees really do a lot of fucking work. We need bees. We we really need them. Um, I was part of a big Save the Bees movement for a while. Um, I still like to check in and see if there's anything I can do to help out. But we really, really, really need bees. They put in a lot of fucking work. And, you know, they, they collect nectar from flowers and pick up tiny pollen grains, which are later deposited into other flowers. Thus, pollination occurs. Bees really teach us the importance of both giving and receiving, reminding us to honor the natural cycle of life and exchange. Bees dance to show the location of flowers, water, or new sites with other bees. They're very enthusiastic and creative. Bees really remind us that communication can be a moving a moving art. It's very, very important. And they are never shy to communicate with other bees. I think it's very wonderful. They are keenly forced and finally attuned to their endeavors. Bees are both busy and sensitive. The sound of their buzz may awaken spiritual insights within us and heighten our intuition and help us to heal. Their honey is also recognized as a healing agent and, and is put into food for baby bees and for humans both. That didn't sound right. It's, it's not put into. It is a healing agent in food for baby bees and for humans. The bee is a symbol of spiritual wealth, health, nourishment, and the sweetness of life. Very, very, very beautiful. All right, I think cats are fighting outside. I'm going to try and break that up real quick. Okay, I think it's just a kitty cat out there being dramatic. We have a lot of cats in our neighborhood that um, just kind of hang out and then go in their, their homes at night. And we had one a couple days ago who was so sweet. She looked so little. She could only have been like a month or two old. Um, she was bigger, but not like kitten, kitten size. So probably two months old, maybe three. She was so lovely. She kept wanting to come in the house. I had the window open and she would literally put her whole head in the window. And I'm like, oh my God, like I really want to bring her in. But I just got to like literally not take a, um, a good liking to her. So we ended up finding a home for her. She, the lady who um, came and got her, said she walked in the house like she fucking paid the mortgage that month and like it was her fucking house and she'd been there the whole time. It was just adorable. But the cats in our air are so fucking dramatic and I love it because they're little fuckers. <laughs> it's cute as shit. They're just, they're funny. They'll sit out there and like whine and bitch all night at each other and then go in their houses and then like go the next morning when they get up and get out, they'll go to that other friend cat's house and meow till they come out and then. They'll just kind of play together all day. It's it's fucking hilarious. So, hey, cats, crack my shit up. All right, we're going to talk about the butterfly. So, butterflies are symbols of beauty and patience and trust and, most importantly, transformation. Um, because they begin their life as tiny, wingling caterpillars. How to fuck tiny, wingling caterpillars. Butterflies are often associated with rebirth, change, and transformation. It's really a profound mystery that unfolds as the worm-like little animal secludes themselves into a little sack, and then they're just come out as a fucking butterfly. It, it's it's amazing, and and it's 
crazy how fast it happens. Like days or weeks, they just completely fucking transform and their wings just become so beautiful and they're just gorgeous how their transformation happens. And it's a wonderful symbol to us of our transformation. Think back of your your younger years and when you went through the awkward stage and then when you, you know, grew into yourself a little bit. And then think about your witchcraft journey as well. When you first started out and you really didn't know what was going on, you were, just knew you were drawn to it. You had really not the insights that you do now. And then all of a sudden, bam, you look back and you have just turned into this amazing butterfly. And I think that that's a wonderful symbol for our craft journey in a lot of ways. But they teach us wisdom and patience, and they're reminding us to trust the process of change. Change is scary, and we oftentimes put off change because it's so, you know, so scary, and we're not really sure what's happening. We're unsure of the future and things to come, and if we're doing the right thing. But if we just trust the process, we will see that it's all going to be okay. And that's a wonderful thing that butterflies really remind us of. Um... It's amazing because by witnessing the drastic transformation from larva to pupa to butterfly, we may be changed as well. Butterflies inspire us to unfold our imagination, you know, open our wings, and really embrace a greater potential of who we really could become if we just opened ourselves up a little more. Um, they smell with their antenna, which is really interesting, and they drink nectar through their long um, little proboscis. I know, fuck that word up their long robustness if I fuck that word up so sorry and they feel vibrations through their wings and they can come and uh, they can see an ultraviolet which I didn't know until I don't know like a couple months ago and I was watching this video and it was like showing how different things can see and I was like what the fuck it was crazy they really encourage us to perceive in uh new and different ways and to heighten their sensitivity to our other senses and to really be more attentive to nature's subtle yet very powerful signs they remind us to uplift our thoughts so we may recognize the stunning beauty of magic in our world since we just talked about dragon or butterflies i want to also dip in on dragonflies because they are similar but yet very different so Dragonflies are acrobatic flyers, they hold ancient wisdom, they connect to different dimensions, and they know the power of inspiration. And as one of the first winged insects to evolve on our planet, dragonflies carry ancient knowledge. I'm talking old fucking knowledge. They're very slender body, they have two sets of gazy, gauzy wings, <laughs> and they look very fragile, but are actually quite strong. They're always darting through the air. They you know, glimmer with iridescence. They're offering quick glimpses of other times. Um, they kind of just inspire us to see other worlds, and they kind of create a little deja vu moment in a way. I don't want to say deja vu because it's not like we did it before, but it's a, a feeling of you're looking into a whole different dimension or a whole different world. It's really amazing when you really spend time observing the dragonflies. Um, they really help us to recall old wisdom when, you know, when magic was alive and, and when things were more, more, um, what's word I'm looking for? More mystique. They're master acrobats. They literally can like hover over shit. They can swoop. They can glide. They are just amazing. Their agile movements and vibrantly flashing colors represent flexibility to perceive a myriad of points of view 
they help us really, you know, to travel lightly in other worlds and to return safely with bits of knowledge that we can use. They teach us through streamlined, elegant, intuitive gleams of knowing. They really compound eyes, and as many insects, their vision can really be uh, a lot smaller and, you know, like little visual, uh, or like a little broken up units that kind of combine into one. But their large, dark, shiny eyes hint at a vast knowledge of things that are held with it. And they, you know, they begin their life as water nymphs and then later shedding their skin and spreading their wings to fly, linking water with air. Dragonflies really direct our attention to the in-between, to the sacred space where transformation really occurs. So they kind of tie in with butterflies in a way, but they are, like I said, very different. Let's talk about the spider because that is uh, definitely something we need to uh, touch base on. So spiders are master weavers, they awaken creativity, they spend infinite possibilities. They're known as tricksters and creator, sorry, and creators and weavers of fates. Spiders are seen in different ways to different cultures, and they're really credited with designing the grand plan of existence. Spiders spin a web of beauty and intrigue. They're known as the keepers of their words and originators of the primordial alphabet prim prim or i can't say a fucking word alphabet y'all and somebody needs to remind me and take my meds before i record so i don't like stumble over my words anymore it's getting bad as i'm getting older ah so spiders facilitate transformation and inter excuse me interpretation and through their power patterns and recognition it's really crazy how they will excuse me, transform shit. So if a spider knows that bad weather's coming like a hurricane or a tornado, they will take their entire web down and hide. They'll take it down and like go hide until it's safe to come out and they'll rebuild their web. It's amazing how if they fuck up just one part of their web and they're not happy with it, they can take it all down and change it and transform it into something more useful for them. It, it's just amazing the abilities they have. It's insane. Spiders are found in nearly every habitat with over three or 35,000 species worldwide. That's fucking insane. Spiders are incredibly versatile. They range widely in color and size and really in web design as well. With body shape like figure eights, uh, spiders have eight legs, obviously, and usually eight eyes as well. The number links spiders to balance you geometry and the mystery of infinity spiders remind us of the elegant ways in which all life is interconnected which is very very interesting uh it, it really is a nice you know reminder that everything is connected it's crazy so it's very essential survival is incredibly essential to spiders their webs inspire us to um to see their inquisitive beauty and to really understand the beauty of, of the cosmic world and of just the way everything kind of comes together and connects. And they really remind us to stay centered and attuned to really connect with the fabric of our own lives. All right, we're going to get into more of like aquatic type um, animals here. Dolphins. I've seen a lot of people talk about how a spirit animal um, their spirit animal is a dolphin or something 
you know, the animal guys are dolphins, or they have a big connection with dolphins. And dolphins are very, very interesting because they're very caring of people. They are so, 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 so careful and they want to make sure not to hurt humans. It, it's crazy to watch videos of how dolphins will try to save humans when they're out there in the water. They'll protect them from sharks. Dolphins are just magical fucking creatures. They're very playful swimmers. They're interdimensional travelers and they're mirrors to humanity, really. Um, they're intelligent and friendly and they travel the world's oceans carrying deep knowledge of the sea. Um, some say dolphins are from other worlds and really, I can see that, you know, they really emit off a higher consciousness and they, it's like they're visiting the earth just to kind of help us evolve. Uh, they're once believed to be messengers from the water gods are known to help sailors and travelers. Dolphins really help us find our way home. And that is a good analogy of what they do when they come to us as a spirit animal. They live in large social groups. They form strong alliances and lasting friendships. Um, they're known for traveling and fishing and nurturing their youngs. Um, dolphins are really a delight to have and, and to be around and, and to really just observe and to watch. Um, they're very expressive and curious and they're always encouraging play and, and to kind of celebrate the thrill of life. <laughs> It's easy to love dolphins for their exuberant leaps and joyful spirit, but they can also express anger and be bullies and, and violent towards others. The spirit of the dolphin mirrors our humanity, reminding us the best and worst of who we are. They encourage us to explore our dark depths and to kind of bring emotional wounds to the surface for healing. And they really just inspire us to express the fullness of who we are and, and to heal that inside. And, and I can really see that a lot when I've had dolphin as my um, spirit animal kind of coming into my life and, and see it's a time when I needed to heal, but I also needed to have that, that eye-opening moment of what I've done to myself and cause some of that darkness and really at the same time, you know, remind me I, I, I'm human and I'm going to fuck up and to kind of just make it all better. It's crazy how looking back, you put all these lessons into it and you realize all this shit it's pretty insane all right we're gonna do a couple more here sharks now sharks can be a lot of different things <laughs> very very uh spicy <laughs> i don't even know if it's the right fucking word they can be scary but they can also be sweet and cute and gentile and fierce and deadly and loving and just amazing and magical but also fucking like killer horrible they, they can literally go anyway they're intelligent survivors they teach us about moving forward about seeing clearly and about trusting ourselves so they're sleek and streamlined and sharks have literally been evolving for over 400 million years. There are currently about 500 species of sharks including the immense 20 ton whale shark which is 40 feet fucking long. It's literally the longest fish in the world and that just blows my motherfucking mind that there is a shark longer than my family room and my family room is 25 foot long by 20 feet wide. That is uh that's a lot. That's long. I don't like it. This gives fucking me. But anyway, 
They're known to hold ancient wisdom. They're known to be very intelligent and keenly observant. And they're really, like I said, master survivalists. Uh, they're curious and calculating and highly efficient. They patrol the world's oceans, taking what they need without fucking consequence. They will eat a whole fucking school of fish at one gulp and they don't give a fuck. Though they really top the underworld food chain, sharks often eat really like the sick and the dead. They can help assist the opportunity and adapt. They will sink when they're motionless and sharks are really constantly moving. Um, they remind us to keep going and maintain forward momentum at all times. They possess excellent sensory abilities and they can detect subtle vibrations and energy meridians upon the ocean floor. The spirit of the shark recommends sharpening um, perceptions and fine-tuning any discriminant. Uh, with cool control, sharks can help us navigate the inner realms with accuracy and heightened awareness. They're straight-up masters of emotional stability. They really teach us to kind of glide successfully through the turbulence of life and kind of keeping our minds clear and really feeling ourselves and, and kind of keeping our feelings centered. Sharks can really teach us a lot about opportunity and seizing the moment and also again just to keep going when you feel like you want to give up you have to keep going and i cannot stress enough how fucking important that is snake y'all some people are fucking snakes some people have spirit animal snakes and we can go back and forth on the whole snake situation in a lot of ways snakes are not always bad I just want to say that. They're known to guard sacred spaces. They awaken latent energy and initiate spiritual transformation. So in ancient cultures, snakes were revered as powerful symbols of creation, wisdom, transformation, and immortality. They linked to gods and goddesses, kings and queens. Snakes protected and advised. Um, some humans connect snakes with temptation and death. Both feared and worshipped, snakes are like no-nonsense teachers that demand our attention and our respect, and they have to get it, because if not, you are fucked. Snakes have two eyelids, which I did not know in this fucking creepy, so I don't like it. So their eyes are always on, t- are always open, and that's fucking creepy. Uh, that is why, like, some believe snakes to be considered seers. And they're linked to the prophecy of, like, the all-seeing snake, they sharpen our perceptions and really help us to perceive in other worlds. Snakes also shed their skin several times a year, kind of like when we do our um, shadow work and we kind of get rid of all that baggage and that trauma. And they really remind us to shed our old ways of being so that we can grow and kind of, you know, become bigger and better and, and just have brighter ways ahead of us. Their coiling and wrapping and sliding and slithering are linked to sexuality and primal energies. They embody a lot of things, um, just a lot of lessons to be learned from a snake. Their latent energy forces um, force coiled at the base of our spine, initiating expansion and our consciousness, and really helping us to feel better and understand as energy flows within our body. Snakes are considered to be healers and guardians and really skilled mentors. And they're offering lessons of the mysteries of life, death, and spiritual awakenings. And we're going to wrap up here with the turtle. I know a lot of people have a turtle as their animal guide. And I think that that is 
really fantastic. Turtles are also known um, with ties to wisdom, and they're actually known as guardian of earth wisdom. They're known for longevity because the fuckers live forever. They're known for protection and persistence. I told you guys a turtle story when one stuck and hung on my fucking arm forever and I was petrified. So now I still freak out about turtles, but I will save one if it's in the road. I just have like this whole issue with um, they're going to eat me, even though I know like, you know, they can't, but whatever. It's a whole situation. I just, I don't know. Uh, I think turtles just want to, um, to fuck with me and that's fine. It's fine. So the name turtle is used in different ways in different regions. In general, there are really three types of turtles. Those that live near or in freshwater, and they're turpins and turtles. Uh, those that live in seawater are sea turtles, and those that live only on land are tortoises. So each turtle has its own talents, though all share in the turtle's same teachings. Some humans once imagined the earth rested upon the back of a great turtle, believed to be the believed to be wise because of their longevity and calm acceptance of life. Turtles are associated with healing and planetary knowledge. In close contact with the land, turtles often, excuse me, turtles offer grounded insights and really common sense. They also remind us to honor and take care of our home as they're always carrying their home with them and making sure that it's safe. That is their safe place. And that's a, a wonderful lesson to learn is to, you know, Go to your safe place when you feel scared. Your safe place is inside of you. You are inside your. You are the safe place, and you are the one who can do the protecting from inside. Um, you know they've resided on this planet for millions of years, and they're very persistent with their slow and steady pace. They're safe within their shell and represent security and protection, and enjoy the benefit of being at home wherever they go. They teach us a lot of things. They take, teach us about taking things slowly and following our own rhythm. And, and they really draw upon Earth's healing energy to prosper. And this is how we grow old and wise, like the turtle. The turtles really just teach us a lot of fucking shit. So. Um, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to hit the fucking thing. Real quick, I want to touch base on a couple things. So, um, and I think it was the first episode before we got into the types of animals. I said I wanted to go over some variations of the animals. So you might see uh, your spirit animal as your animal guide in different forms. You might see it in different colors or certain numbers of them. And I want to really quickly run through um, what that variation might mean. So white would indicate clarity and transcendence is something you're trying to learn. Um, if, if spirit animals are often white, they are... Uh, to help us travel between worlds and in our spiritual dimensions. And they kind of suggest wisdom, deep experience, and importance of different quests. Black speaks to mystery and the unknown. Like white, black suggests profound knowledge and depth experience. But black animals, um, black, sorry, black animals that journey or explore shadow realms can really help us to uncover that which is currently unknown. Gray, gray represents quiet composure and offers access to the kind of in-between. Animals are often skilled in moving between dimensions. Their teachings may be subtle, vaporous, or really hard to describe, but are very powerful and transformational. Blue is blue sky or water suggesting expansiveness or emotional depth and sensitivity. Could be. Blue animals sometimes bring spiritual insights. Blue also connects with the throat chakra 
and animals with blue wings or throats can help to improve communication. Green, green is nature, new growth, renewal. Green animals can signal new beginnings or projects. The heart chakra is green, so animals with bright green eyes or scales or feathers may offer assistance with healing and opening the heart. Gold um, is about power and achievement and abundance, so encountering a gold animal suggests accomplishment or um, you may also be graduating from this animal's teachings or advancing to a new level. So if you really want to get deeper into that, I didn't go into all the colors because clearly um, there's a shit ton of colors. So kind of go back to the episode of Color Magic or um, find a color chart and you can kind of tie in it to some of yourself. You can just take like what that color means or what that color means to you because we're all fucking different. And that's okay because there's no wrong way to be a witch. So if you feel that purple is more calming and soothing or whatever or red is more calming and soothing than it is for love then that's what it is for you and that's all that matters so the numbers let's talk about the numbers so the the numbers of animals um that are encountered may kind of refer to different teachings or a theme or, or something about it it doesn't necessarily have to though because like i saw 37 uh eagles in a month so i don't think that the big 37 but i think if i look at it as in a flock or something like that then i can kind of bounce it out but just real simple so one is like a starting point and it's kind of like the window of opportunity uh two is about partnership and balance um male female yin yang pairs you know you get that three is lucky um for three times a charm you know third times a charm a group of three is similar animals suggest inner lessons you know are moving along nicely four shows stability balance safety five signals a challenge a group of five animals may um show difficulties ahead or kind of you know that there's equal opportunity but also have equal opportunities to gain um you know different things like that a flock group pack herd murder whatever whatever um large gatherings of one animal family offer group energy and instructions and species teaching the kind of group of multiple species reveal blended energies and may offer assistance in helping you to integrate a really variety of teaching to what says what has happened with me with the 37 eagles so kind of all ties together um it, it was just a lot of things happening at once and it really made a lot of sense when you put it all together something else to kind of um think about is the location so land refers to a stable solid foundation water is fluid and flows easily so it's kind of linked to um, the qualities and uh, fluctuation of our emotions air symbolizes length through thoughts intelligence and spirit and kind of the in-between is represented by um, locations that are separate or kind of blended boundaries and they're often highlighting passage and transitional states of consciousness uh, the animal's postures or actions can also have some type of um, impact on the lesson you should be learning so if sitting indicates the ground in nature and a connection with the earth Standing also suggests being grounded, but with, you know, an elevated perspective. Um, It just might be like a hint that, you know, you need to look around and kind of take a stand. Running can mean enthusiasm or avoidance or depending on, you know, whatever the direction is. The animal running towards you may be encouraging you to accept his teaching or running after it can reveal uh, uh, eager willingness to follow his guidance. So, you know, kind of put that into perspective. Flying can represent freedom, spirit, or higher perceptions. 
Um, sleeping is often denoted by tranquility and trust and patience. Biting can be scary, but being bitten by an animal may also be like an invitation to deeper teachings and, and just kind of like, a, hey, this needs to happen now. Like, we're, we're getting deep, we're getting close, we're getting connected. So, I'm, I'm kind of going to go over this at the end. Um, I was just going to make a third episode, uh, I'm sorry, a fourth episode of after we finish all the interpretations of going over the like, collar and all that, but I just want to end this one so we can move on to other things so nobody else get bored. So we're going to kind of go over real quick what to do once you realize what it is, how to feel, and figure out what you're supposed to be doing. So um, the first step is kind of to take inventory. What do you already know about this animal? Like, did, does this uh, does this encounter spark a memory? Do you have any uh, previous interactions with this animal on a like a spirit level or spirit animal guide of like learning or anything? Uh, does it relate to any recent events? Really consider everything that kind of comes to mind in that situation. Do your research, gather facts about your animal's habits and habitat. Um, look, you know, for different books or articles or ask friends or, you know, does this animal have any special abilities or unique skills? And what what's triggering your interest? What do you think is causing this animal to kind of come up in your life? What are you seeing that you guys connect with with this animal? Observe, watch and contemplate how this animal's actions and mannerisms and movements in nature happen and what it triggers for you, what it suggests, what kind of things pop in your head from it. Um, you know, don't use what they call soft eyes to see, um, to kind of perceive beneath the surface. You're not just like looking for hard to find signs or lessons. You got to really interpret things kind of like green tarot when you're interacting with the, the animal guides and spirit animals you're going to have to interpret things you're going to have to work for it it's not just going to be oh hey here is a message from this owl this owl said to get your head out of your fucking ass and quit being a baby and do this this and this that is just not that way unfortunately we have to work for it and that is the whole point of the animal coming to us to work with us is to teach us lessons, but they're not just free. We have to work with them. So look for patterns. Uh, use your journal to look for reoccurring events with this animal. Um, has it appeared other ways at other times with any other animals? Um, are you having a current encounter that something specific's happening or something's going on, an ongoing theme with different things? Um, pay attention to details. Notice everything, objects, colors, actions, scenery, background details. Really think symbolically as well as literally. Uh, really kind of open your eyes to all possibilities of what could be going on here. Note the unusual. So if you notice anything that's like odd or unexpected and really ponder its significance, kind of wonder and think more about what it can be on the deeper side. A lot of times we um, just want literal answers. We don't want to have to think about it or or sometimes we go the opposite and we go too far into trying to read and interpret things. So you got to find that middle ground, but really kind of pay attention. Consult your shadow. So if you, you know, check in with yourself, are you minimizing something because you don't really like it or you know, you don't like the way it is, makes you fearful, makes you nervous? Are you ignoring the fact that you have seen a snake pop up in some way, shape or form 117 times in the past week? Something is trying to tell you, snake, snake, snake. Maybe you need to uh, to do some shadow work to figure out what is going on and, and what that sh that snake is symbolizing. Think outside the box. Some you know, some teachers manifest as extinct or mythic 
creatures. Uh, others might be wearing clothes. Don't dismiss the fear, but uh, don't dismiss things just because they're like far-fetched or anything. Really try to embrace any clues. Um, try, interpretation is going to be your best friend through all of this. And nobody can tell you how to interpret it because it's going to be you and your experiences only. Be willing to really shift your perspective on things. This is going to be hard, but if you know if you don't know uh, what something means or whatever, seek some information. Ask for help. Reach out to somebody. Ask somebody's opinion. Reach out to me, thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. Put it in the group. The group, we will all work together and kind of, you know, try to get some answers. But honestly, when it comes down to it, we you're the only one who can really answer your own questions. We can guide you. We can give you you know, assistance, we can give you suggestions, but you're the only one who can really learn those lessons and figure out what they are because they are meant for you specifically. But, you know, imagine yourself as that, that animal teacher and what, what would you be trying to tell yourself? What, what's trying to happen? And the final thing that's so fucking important is trust your feelings. I just tried to tap on it like, doo -doo -doo, but it didn't work. Trust your guts, trust your instincts, trust yourself. Very important. If you learn one lesson from all three of these motherfucking episodes, trust yourself. Your first impression, your gut feelings, your hunches, they all may be valid in themselves or provide useful fucking leads to other possibilities, but trust your fucking feelings and consider everything. You are the only one who's going to know. So trust what you think, trust what you feel, trust all the things. Literally. These animals are coming to us and teaching us life lessons and helping guide us and, and really setting us on a path to amazing things. But if we don't trust it or pay attention or follow through, well, what good is it? It's a waste. And then less of them are going to come back to us because they'll be like, yeah, they don't fucking care. Why should we waste our time helping them? And then what's going to happen is a bad fucking thing is going to come and we're going to talk a really bad fucking lesson a really hard lesson so trust yourself keep an eye out for repeating things with the same type of animal or symbols of animal or anything and don't be afraid to overexert oh bear claw bears they keep coming up different things like that just kind of really Patient, it is better to overthink it as something and really try to learn something than it not be, and you miss it. So, if we've learned anything in these three episodes, trust your gut, always be learning. Learn, 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 learn. This is a never-ending educational journey. Witchcraft is something that we will never, ever master because we are always students, always. And it's an amazing thing because there's so much to learn. So, I'm kind of glad that we're done with the animals because they are stuck in my head and all that. But also, like, I'm glad because I, I really refreshed my brain with a lot of things about animals that I really kind of forgot about. So, this is really good. Next episode, we are going to be talking about curses. And I put that off for a really long time, but I think it is time. Because, you know, it, it's just fucking time we start diving into some curses and information on dealing with them and looking out for them and if you want to do them we will talk about that too but yeah so all right guys i hope you have an amazing day week month year whenever you're listening to this these are all amazing uh, you can find me on tiktok cassie the basic witch or i think it's just at the basic witch 2020 i don't know 
you'll find me. Uh, Instagram, Cassie the Basic Witch. Join our Facebook group, The Basic Witch. You can follow me on Facebook, Cassie Godfrey. Um, yeah, it's one of me and my, uh, from Halloween, or it's dressed in, my witch is dressed in the room. I can't change my profile picture now for some reason. Since it's verified, they won't let me change it. It's fucking weird. I don't know. I don't get it, but whatever. Um, YouTube, I'm still trying to get uh, all that back up and going, seeing so new videos going. So I might just have to go back to my phone videos for them for a while. We'll figure it out. It's also just Cassidy Basic Witch. So, yeah. And you can always email thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. So, all right, guys. Have a lovely day. Bless me. Love you. Bye.